This week on The Brunch Breakdown, we talk brunch food, where you'd rather have brunch, where are they now featuring Waldo from Family Matters, Chance the Rapper being Chance the Mayor, the things you like on social media, and of course, what we're listening to. What's up, everybody? We're back. It's another episode of the Brunch Breakdown. Hey, guys, what's going on? Can I say I hate Dan Knopp? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, is that even stupid? It's You're a professional broadcaster for crying out loud. I hate Daniel Knopp. I cannot stand him. I do not Goodness like him. Gracious. I do not like him. Sam, I am. Cannot stand him. We just this, need this to is the Steel City Dirt episode. Didi's just going to say all the thing, dig up all the dirt on Steel right. City Dan. You want to do that? That's it. You don't want to do that. We don't have we don't have all day. Yeah, for so. those listeners who love Dan, just understand that he's terrible. He's absolutely terrible. Also understand. Never mind. Whatever. You know what? He's barking out orders, he's clapping at me, and there's nothing worse than somebody who, like, just claps at you. You know what I mean? And we're he's clapping terrible. together. So we're clapping screw together. Him. Screw him. I'm trying to get you to clap together. Okay, so like people have him. no idea what you guys are talking about. It no, doesn't matter. That's fine. Insider information. The, the, pre, the pre-recording process of the Brudge Breakdown involves all of us clapping right before we start recording so that in post-production, uh, yes. Dan can piece everything together, and uh, it doesn't always go so well, no. Dan was very demanding and de- this morning, and Dee did not. De- he did not receive it very well. No, he didn't. And now I'm going to have a, a lovely time in post production, hope- hoping that this works out once again. Producer Dan, that's good. yeah. We got to figure something out. We got to get in the same studio. Well, there's reasons yeah. I'm not in school, so there's that. <laughs> Welcome to the brunch breakdown. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time. Uh, Where the hell you been? How did you get here, first of all? <laughs> yeah. But thank you for joining this uh, reservation for three, as Dan calls it. Uh, That's right. Me and Dan are over here on the East Coast. Dee Dee is over there on the West Coast. And we have uh, we have a full menu, uh, once again, of topics that we may or may not get to. Oh, delicious, because I'm, I am hungry. I'm starving for some pop culture and entertainment. And we're going to bring it to you here today. A yeah. nice... A nice menu. I was thinking maybe like after we record this, one of us each episode should do like a like a quick like fifteen second intro track where we're like, "Hey, on the brunch breakdown this week, we'll be talking about this, this, and this," so that people don't listen to our intro and hear like ten topics that we don't even end up discussing. <laughs> That's true because we've learned the hard way over over the course of thirty episodes that. We usually list way more than we get to. We've done a, a nice job with the menu here the last two weeks. Yeah, this is and, manageable. And this yeah. is manageable. But we're on a time crunch this week. We are. So we'll see how that actually ends up working out. But uh, <laughs> we'll yeah, see. Maybe, maybe you guys that can do thing th- I just mentioned you've already heard. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe the two of you should do it. Oh, you just you, – is, is this how you start to quit the team? Oh. Uh, no, because I do everything else. <laughs> are you leaving the brunch breakdown? No, because I do everything else, so I think you can add that to... This is a telltale sign. You know, you guys, you check into the studio, and you check out, all right? I I got a weekend of producing and all this garbage. Yeah, so if you guys, that's a good idea, you guys can alternate doing it. Sending me 400 megabyte tracks, by the way. Is this family? Is that what this is? Yeah, this is a reality show through just audio. I'm telling you, it's gold. 
Well, cool, Jerry. Gold. We actually like each other sometimes. So sometimes. thanks for joining us. Um, we better next week. <laughs> I'm gonna run through the uh, the menu here, guys, so then we can get into uh, you know all of the the courses. Does that sound good? I like it. I like it. Um, okay. Well, first off, we hope that you'll subscribe to our podcast, despite the negative tone that we've started with. We are a jolly bunch sometimes. Uh, <laughs> you can find us uh, just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. So search for the Brunch Breakdown. Hit subscribe. We recommend uh, iTunes or SoundCloud. And uh, leave us a rating. That helps a lot. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Brunch Breakdown. Uh, Didi is on Twitter at Didi is Bored. Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. I'm Chris. I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. The menu this week, uh, like we said, is manageable. So uh, we're going to talk about brunch food as we always do um, and maybe – touch on the fish fry situations in our different regions of the country. Uh, we have a would you rather question that I'm excited to talk about. Have uh, Would you rather have brunch at your favorite restaurant for free or breakfast in bed? Hot takes, hot debates. I can't wait. That's right. Uh, we also, okay, staying on the topic of brunch, there yeah. is a, a, a website out there that the title of it is Brunch is a Scam. Uh, yeah, we need to break this website down uh, bullet point by bullet point. And, yes. you know, we just we don't appreciate the negative press being out there about brunch. We're here to defend brunch. We're going to do that. Uh, our new installment, uh, our new, what is it, segment, I guess is what you call it. Where are they now? The second installment of that. We are going to talk about, should I, did, did we, what did we do last time? Did I say who it was? We said, yeah, you said. You can say. Um, Waldo Geraldo Faldo. Oh, God, this is amazing. <laughs> From Family Matters back in the day. Great pick. There are a lot of characters uh, on that TV show that you've probably been able to keep up with. We thought, where's Waldo? And we're going to talk about it. Uh, what else is there? Chance the Rapper, maybe Chance the Mayor. We'll uh, see if we can touch on that if we have enough time. Uh, random thoughts. We have, do you actually like the things you like on social media? That been one's on been the on menu the, for four weeks now. Four, I know. Four that's episodes. been on the, the menu for a long time. <laughs> NBA players love the Cheesecake Factory. The playoffs are about to start in the NHL and NBA. Uh, we'll see if we can get to all that and more. Um, but, Dan, you're yes. our waiter uh, every episode, and we start off with topic number one. Uh, actually, before we get to that, Yes. I have thought about, okay, if Dan is the waiter, have I brought this up? If Dan is the waiter no. for the brunch breakdown, uh, what are, what, what, what am I? What is Didi on the brunch breakdown? I mm. think, I think I'm the concierge because I start the show and then I hand the listeners off to the waiter who takes them through their brunch experience. And then I thought, what is Didi? You mean you're the hostess? Yeah. Because yeah, sounds better. The concierge is much better. Yeah. Concierge um, is much better. And, like, I feel like Didi's the bus boy. <laughs> he cleans up the mess. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I clean up the mess. See, I feel like you are a you host because sometimes hosts are bus boys, too, at the, like, whenever people are up. And I feel like you do clean up the mess because me and Dan kind of lose That's our minds fair. here, like you saw at the beginning. So are yeah. you the chef? Yeah, I'll be the chef. Chef Didi? Yeah. That's me. I'm he puts chef. a lot of the stuff on the menu, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He 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 creates a lot of the topics, a lot of the uh, courses for what we yeah. go through. That's it. Okay. So we got Chef Didi. We got uh, Waiter Dan. 
And we have hostess slash busboy Chris. I like it. <laughs> I like it. That's the group. That's the group. All right. Well, let's get started then. Let's do, uh, it. Let's do it. Which is where we always start. Brunch food and what we've had lately. Uh, two weeks have gone by since we last spoke. Gentlemen, have you had any delicious brunch lately? I know that uh, schedules have been crazy and uh, we've been slacking a little bit, but I'll, I'll throw it to you two first. Have you had any good brunch lately? I have not. Uh, my schedule's been absolutely insane lately, so I haven't been able to do anything. I'm no extremely brunch. happy to have some time off in these next couple of weeks. So, but yeah, uh, but no, but I do, but no, have you guys had anything? Chris? Uh, I have been dieting for almost three full weeks now, so brunch oh. hasn't been uh, the the priority, unfortunately. Um, for who? For what? <laughs> for who? For what? <laughs> But I, I, so I, but I do like, I make myself brunch. Um, the, what, the, the, the variety has just, you know, little by little kind of decreased. Sounds depressing. That does sound depressing. Let me give you an, an example. <laughs> let me give you an example. Like I, I do over, over medium eggs <clears throat> all the time. I used to put those on, on a bagel and I thought that was really good. Now I'm doing them on a flatbread. It's still good. It's just less calories. Eh. Okay. Dude, seriously, bagel, flatbread? Sorry. It's not a, It's not even the same ballpark. <laughs> you can tell yourself it's still good. That's cool. Like, I get it. You can it. get like, one at Subway. The other one you can't. Like, I'm happy for you. Like, you know, <laughs> diet away. Yeah. Like, do what you got to do. Like, but nah. He's not buying it. He's not buying it. Nah. Okay. That's sad. But I'm happy you have, you're like, happy, and I love your website. I think it looks nice. I just – nah. You can't tell me that bagel – you can't just can't compare bagel and flatbread. That's like a rice cake. You can't, can't, rice you, cakes are good. Oh uh, I knew God. that was All coming, right. yeah. Stop. Just Dan. When's the last you, time you, when's the last time like, you got – when's the last time you went and got rice cakes? No, Dan, I think Dan's on my side about rice cakes. Fine. I had, I've had yeah, one rice, on the rice cake cakes in my I'm life, taking and I was side. like, why am I eating a styrofoam plate? Done. Dude. There they make are great so flavors many now. It's different true. flavors of rice yeah. cakes. It's Apple cinnamon. The rice cake world. game, like they, they don't want you to like rice <laughs> cakes. They don't want you to like rice cakes. They don't want you to know the rice cake game. You they got rice cakes have everything on them now. They're amazing. They do. They do. Nah. Styrofoam. Oh. I'm not messing with rice cakes, dude. Not They're messing so with. Good. Them. You so need to get the little. What are the little ones called, Chris? Like no, the, I know what those are. Siobhan gets those. Nah, I'm 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 out. Uh, nah. We'll Do you like corn you pops? No. Okay. Wait, you don't like corn pops? Oh, uh, we didn't. We'll have a cereal debate in another episode, but cereal debate sounds like a summer episode. Yeah. Okay. We should do we'll, that. We'll list it on the summer yeah. the summer menu. That's it'll take that, it that till is summer literally going to be the whole episode. Another bracket. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing a bracket. No. Thank God. Debate. Dan can't do brackets. <laughs> it's almost. It's almost been one year. It's been a little over one year to the day we did the music bracket. That's insane. I think Came you up in my can time only hop. handle one every twelve months. Came up in my time hop. No good. <laughs> I try to forget that happened. Me oh. too. Um, I had some brunch last week. I had what I like to call brunchomania. Oh. Because it was WrestleMania. Mm. Okay. And it was a day long celebration of the greatest show in sports entertainment. That, of course, is WrestleMania. It was WrestleMania 33 last Sunday. So we start off early with Brunch Mania, and then we drink all day leading up to the start of WrestleMania at 5 p.m. Eastern time. A wonderful day, a wonderful brunch. There was everything that you can imagine involved. 
there were uh, there was French toast, bacon, sausage, eggs, uh, pancakes. I'm trying to remember everything. Donuts, fruit. I had all of these, by the way, and some special some special waffles. We had regular waffles, chocolate chip waffles, blueberry waffles, and then this wild creation that I've never heard of before. And I don't mean on top in the batter, in the waffle iron, a chocolate chip chocolate chip strawberry waffle that was like in the waffle not on top it was Whoa. wild i highly suggest it to anybody so i had a huge full brunch for brunch mania leading up to a wonderful day that was wrestlemania a very long day it was but uh yeah so i think i ate enough for the three of us last week with brunch mania it was a it was a delightful day a delightful time that sounds awesome yeah it it was and I, seriously try the waffle thing because usually people you know fruit in the batter no you heat up the fruit instead of put it on top put it in put it in that's what she said put it in put it in <laughs> <laughs> so try it out try it out it's wild wild brunch stuff so it was a lovely week it was a lovely nice. week um and I'm trying to we don't really have any other brunch news uh well there is one thing I definitely want to touch get on something that is food okay. related and. Okay. It is the Lent fish fry situation in L.A. Yes. It is the joke. Tell us about it's, it. I mean, it doesn't exist. Do you, like, do you understand that this doesn't exist other places? That, like, fish fries, like, they are at home. They are everywhere. Like, they, you know, like, there's, I mean, you literally, every single block, there's a fire department at home. And, like, in Pittsburgh, at home, right. in West Virginia, wherever, Ohio. Like, there is a fish fry on every block. Every fire department, every church. <laughs> Any place, anybody with an open space has a fish fry, right? Mm-hmm. Here, no one even knows what that is. Oh, no. They have no idea that even exists. It's just like, oh, you want to get fish? Go to this restaurant. I'm like, no. I want some no, old lady get... to make it for me on two pieces of white bread. Yes. Maybe some fries, maybe some coleslaw, and I'm good. Like, I, I, don't, I, I don't want a fish sandwich from a restaurant. I don't want that. Like... I, it's weird, but no one understands anything what I mean. There's like maybe two or three places that do it, and not, none of them are even near me. And it's it's depressing. It depresses me every single year. Like we got fish. I finally found just like some just like random like hole in the wall fish place that like did exactly what I wanted them to do with a little help from me. But like I'm still a little depressed about it. Like it's if there's anything that makes me homesick. It's this time of year. It's so random, but fish fry season just doesn't exist here, and it upsets me. Wow. That's terrible news. Hurts. And, like, the seafood game there is obviously strong. Yeah. Yeah. And so you'd think that they'd be able to follow up with the, with the strong fish fry display. Maybe, yeah. maybe the fish – maybe the seafood game is so strong that they think that they can't even compete. Mm. That's a hot maybe. take. That's, That's actually, a hot take. It's a hot take. But I still think it's just <laughs> or lazy. maybe people in LA are too bougie to go to a freaking fire department to buy food. Well, see, that's another thing too. See that that sad but true. That could that could easily mm-hmm. be it. But that's a good point. Meanwhile, yeah. in Pittsburgh, pe- people fish. look at a fire department like a grocery store. So well, see, <laughs> they are they line up. This is the thing. I was like yelling at Siobhan the other day. I was like, "Yo, like I should be able to walk right down the street to the freaking Burbank Fire Department." And get a fish sandwich at lunchtime. I should be able to do this. You know what I mean? Like, there's a church right around the corner. Why aren't they selling fish sandwiches? Like, this is a problem. (sighs) 
Maybe I need to go to church or join the fire department or something and we can get it started. Two things I'm, I'm not going to do. So I will I will move out there this season, Lent season, every year and just run fish fries with you. Crazy Dude. Dan's fish fry. <laughs> I like it. Steel City Fish Fry coming your way. West yeah, Coast 2018. Or just talk to that Steel City food truck and talk hey, to them about yeah. doing the Lenten special. We'll merge. We'll merge. <laughs> We'll work together. People helping people. Okay. <laughs> I'm there. I'll see you in 2018. Actually, I'll see you next week, but we can talk about it. We have a business meeting next week now. There it is. Fish fry season. Um, yeah, there's some great fish fries around here. It's a shame. It's We're, yeah. we're down to the whole final stretch with it, too. I know. That's Get it. it while you can. Get it while you can, Saint ladies and gentlemen. fish fry, man. That's the place to be. It's place. Right down the road. Oh, it's fantastic. Love it so much. Well, speaking of food, speaking of brunch... This leads lovely right into our very next topic. A would you rather, which tend to be some of my favorite topics that we have. Would you rather, Chris, you mentioned it as we began. Would you rather have brunch at your favorite restaurant for free or breakfast in bed? I have a feeling we're going to have some different opinions here. Don't act like you know us, Dan. Okay, Okay, Chris, you go first. Chris, go ahead. Dan always I, I Dan, Dan always says I know what you're gonna say but go ahead you're not in my brain <laughs> but you probably you probably know what I'm gonna say yeah. uh, I would much rather have it at my favorite restaurant for free I actually okay. didn't think you were gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't think you were going to say Why that. Is that oh I mean I think the breakfast in bed thing is overrated uh, first of all. Uh, get up, get out, live, live your damn life. Okay. Get out of bed. Second crumbs in the bed is just a terrible, terrible thing. Um, it's, it's, it's gross. You don't, (laughs) you don't eat food where you sleep. You just don't do it. Also your restaurant, you go there and they make the food for you. Um, you get to be out in public in civilization around people, uh, you know, get out, live your life. And then you don't have to pay for it. I mean, it's perfect. Yes. I, I couldn't agree with you anymore, Chris. You, you took a lot of the words out of my mouth. Brunch is not about necessarily just the food. We've had this debate before. It's about being around people, things like that. Get out. Live your life. Go out there. Be in civilization. Brunch is always much better prepared by a professional than it is at home. When it's prepared at home, it's breakfast. Okay? It Brunch. Weeks, apparently. Okay. Okay. Apparently, you're going to go the other way here, and I would love to hear, you know what? I would rather pay for brunch at my favorite restaurant than get breakfast for bed and free for a week. How do you like them apples? Wow. Wow. <laughs> See, that's that's a hot take right there, Stephen A. Smith. But listen. It is. <laughs> Chris is there's no, first of all, there's no easy way to eat food in bed unless it's like jello. I don't know. Like when you're sick. Like when you're a kid. Like brunch in bed, breakfast in bed just sounds, yeah, crumb city. Crumb City. You're doing laundry Sunday then after you spilled egg whites all over the the sheets. It's just – it's no good. No. It's not to even me, comfortable to eat breakfast in bed because there's not like not. a there's not like a proper upright position to be able to, right. to eat and feel comfortable. You're always like too slumped back and then right. you're like <laughs> trying to forwardly <laughs> shovel food in your mouth. And then you always spill because it's not the right – it's not ergonomically correct to eat brunch. Yeah. Well, yeah. Stretch Armstrong, once you work on your posture, you won't have that problem. I've never had a problem eating breakfast in bed. So listen, I say breakfast in bed because I just love having food brought to me 
on a little tray. And we do that all at my stuff is right yeah, there. Yeah, it's a restaurant. I have to leave. My favorite stuff's on the TV. It's all good. I love, love, love breakfast in bed over every, like over everything. Like even if it is my favorite brunch spot for free, I'm still breakfast in bed. You know, like wow. give me breakfast in bed over brunch at my favorite. And man, and it's rough to say brunch at my favorite. It's very rough to not say it, but like I really love breakfast in bed. Listen, brunch is about people. Dan has said it many, many times. If it's breakfast in bed, you're alone. You're not celebrating brunch the way the brunch is meant to be celebrated. Necessarily. Thank you. To be with a nice lady next to you. You yeah. know what that leads <laughs> a lot to. of crickets on that one. <laughs> you know what that leads to? Egg whites everywhere, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that, first of all, that sounds terrible. Like, if I have breakfast in bed, I have to make it myself. You have so, all day to take care of that. Don't do it when food's in the bed. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. That's just mixing wrong. Mm-mm. So two different entrees you shouldn't mix. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, My you're goodness. wrong on this one. But, you know, that's what makes a good would you rather. You know what I mean? That's what makes it, it does. good. And I'm glad we, we have different, different opinions on it because it also would be lame. Interesting. When was the last time you had breakfast in bed, Didi? Uh, probably last week. <laughs> really? Last week. Okay. Okay. So your schedule hasn't been busy, so busy that you had breakfast in bed. You're just skipping brunch because oh, you know what I just some... thought. I work every day. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, what I just thought Chris, it's ahead. like if if you're, I mean, anybody in a house, it gets much more difficult to do breakfast in bed. Because you're talking you about steps? normally you're sleeping on a different floor than the kitchen. True. That's true. So it's much easier to get, either get somebody to bring you breakfast in bed or uh, do it yourself if you don't have to go up and down flights of stairs carrying food. I feel like breakfast in bed is like a, more of a special occasion. Like your significant other isn't just going to every other week get up and make you breakfast and while you lay your lazy ass in bed. <laughs> Am I right? Well, I mean, maybe some people have are fortunate enough to have that. Hey, shouts to them. If you can get that on the reg, shouts to you. Yeah. Although, that means you're doing something else. Yeah, I don't know who's out here getting it on the reg. Like, I don't know who that <laughs> person is out here getting it on the reg. Like, unless you have Jeffrey, you got a butler doing your thing. But, like, yeah. I don't know who's out here doing Jeffrey that. Butler. Yeah. Jeffrey Wait, Butler. Wait, did you see that picture this past week over the last two weeks? No. Uh-uh. The whole cast reunited? Oh, they, no, like, I did see that. Went to brunch? <laughs> Yes. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see that. Of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Long yeah, time coming. Yeah, And they, like, all posted it. They were, like, all posting it. It was everyone in the cast, except for Uncle Phil, of course, because, you know, R.I.P. 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 Yeah. And then the old, then, like, the first mom, the first Aunt Viv, she The tweeted, best one. She, like, tweeted or, like, Instagrammed or Facebooked or something, like, uh, that she, like, hated them or something like that. Like, she ripped them Yeah, she's, her and Will Smith have a beef still. Oh, big time. Yeah, big time. Which is a shame because she's the way better one. Why she's do they still, have a, what, what is the beef better. over? Uh, beef. Just like, like literally <laughs> meat. Red meat. <laughs> <laughs> Contracts. Uh, back whenever they had, like, the negotiations. Because, like, whenever the Fresh Prince started, it was, like, you know, they were all in this. It was, like, it's basically the way she tells it. And it makes sense, too. It was, like, everyone was kind of on the same playing field. Like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like Will Smith was the name, but like he was, you know, it was like, but he wasn't that big of a name yet. As the show went on, then, you know, in between that, he's doing movies and then like Will Smith started becoming Will Smith. So they all were trying, he was, they were trying to like, she was trying to get them all to come together to get like 
the the most amount of money in their contracts and he was just like no because he was getting his he didn't care yeah because he was like no like that's not how it's gonna go like (laughs) i'm the star of the show and then she was offended by that and then that kind of led to a bunch of rifts between her and the cast and then it was gone then she was like out of damn and then yeah and she believes that it was will smith who made the decision to go to get a no outfit which was a terrible decision but it was, understood. I mean, the only thing about it is it's like, they just didn't write anything for the new Aunt Viv. You she, know what I mean? Yeah. They well, were just like, all right, we don't need Aunt Viv. We can just like, just, we can just put somebody there who's Aunt Viv. She'll say a couple words every episode and we'll leave it at that. That was fine. Yeah. Like I have a, I have a, a maybe considered a hot take on popular opinion, but I didn't it like, is. I didn't like either of the Aunt Vivs. Ooh. Ooh. That is, that is a hot take. That is a hot take. All right. We had our we had our TV mom draft in the Chris and Dan podcast a while back, and I thought the first Aunt Viv was. I think I had her up there in a, in a good in a good draft position. But you didn't like either. TV mom draft. I'm trying. Maybe to remember we should where maybe we I should put that on the menu for the future. We, we should. do that th- That's a couple good rounds. Because we can then eventually do like TV moms, and we could do like TV dads. TV Waldos, like TV dads. TV Wal- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just those random guys. TV moms. I don't. I like a lot. There's a lot of TV moms that I like. There's not a lot of TV dads that I like. A lot of TV okay. moms. Though. I'm putting it on the menu for next week. Re- yeah. Would Reba be up there? Yeah, oh, without a doubt. Absolutely. She's a she's a, she's a she's a dark horse. That's an early round steal, <laughs> Reba. People don't give her enough credit. Uh, yeah, I freaking love Reba. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's move along to this this topic. We're gonna we're, we're staying brunch related, and this one is has got me all sorts of fired up. Uh, the ladies over at Babetown, I guess, is their website. Babetown. I hate the. Plug them, but it's babetown.us. And it's a rather frightening photo. Um, It says says this website does not exist, but it does. Um, And they've got two posts. One says Becky on the internet, which I really don't care to read. The other one is brunch is a scam. And there's a long list of reasons why brunch is a scam. Now, the opinions of this particular website or this particular uh, article do not represent all people of Babetown, what we were being told. Uh, however, we're calling them out because this is ridiculous. And we do need to break this down one by one. And have, I think we can have enough of a good rebuttal for each one of these bullet points. We'll try to go through these somewhat quickly or else we can have a whole episode on this. Uh, boys, are your uh, defense attorney hats on because we need to defend brunch right now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. And my defense starts with this website looks like it was designed in 2002. Yeah, and it's just stupid. It does. Like, I don't think we should go through this one by one. We should go through this by like just telling people how stupid this shit is. And my like, answer to each one of these is who cares? Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's, let's go down because then they have reasons for acceptable brunches below. So uh, first one is brunch costs too much money. Shut That's up. false. It's That's like false. the cheapest meal you can get. And it's normally you're knocking out – the time you're eating it, you're knocking out two meals in one, hence brunch, lunch. That's usually what they offer. But also you don't have brunch and then a full lunch and then dinner. Yeah. That's – you're fat if you do. Um, So it's knocking out too. So easy on that. There's plenty of options out there. Uh, Too long of a wait. Go somewhere else. There's tons of brunch places everywhere. Are these people based in like you know Boise, Idaho where there's like one brunch place? Too long of a wait. Get out of here. Uh, drinking in the morning ruins your day. This right here is why I can't go any further. Like, you can keep going <laughs> further if you want to, but I'm not going any further. Like, drinking in the morning ruins your day. Who says that? 
Honestly, like, honestly I've never heard says that. says drinking in the morning ruins your day? It's and never especially heard if you're at brunch. Drinking. It's the best time of day to drink. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I love waking up and going and meeting up with the homies 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and then drinking. Like, yeah. it's amazing. We, yeah. And that even goes for if you're, like, tailgating for something. If you're – like, I love day drinking. Like, drinking – get out of here. Day yeah. drinking is amazing, and I can't stand these people. Like, I don't even want to know who would ever write a sentence like that. I don't want to be associated with them. Well, the next one was even going to get you more fired up because it says, Brunch ruins your day. I would like an explanation as to why, besides what other these are garbage bullet well, points obviously are. But... because mimosas are bad, and they are, you don't want like, to have to get smashed when you drink. You can, and you are encouraged to, but you don't have to. You don't have to. Married, let's keep going there's one on uh, here that says everyone cancels brunch plans at the last minute leaving you hungry and alone um well what? maybe that happens to you but who, who yeah, you know cool. if everyone hates you enough to do that that's what the brunch breakdown is here for we're here for the lonely brunchers so no, problem solved know, no you know chick from babe town like becky who hates brunch or whatever whoever the hell wrote this thing freaking yes. becky you with know, the bad brunch. your friends actually <laughs> go to brunch without you like they don't cancel the brunch plans they just yeah. don't go with they just go without you they and change yeah, location alone because you don't like drinking and you shame them for drinking during the day through this person this person is is a, terrible a, a terrible person they're an introvert because it says having to leave your apartment before you've eaten sucks uh seeing other people in the morning sucks like who are you what, do you live in a cave um it's pretty much lunch no it's not or it'd be called lunch you can't do anything before brunch. That's also not true. Uh, you can't do anything after brunch. That's the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. Like, does this person think that brunch is like a five-hour, you know, meal? I mean, it really is sometimes. Sometimes. Well, with Dan. With me, yeah. Because, I mean, I like my brunches to be very long and very bottomless. I like the sound of that. Oh, but she says if, the, uh, if, the, if it's bottomless, then the food is shitty. Oh, my God. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's on there. Well, uh, I think I we can it. sum it up with if you uh, would like to send your disapproval, uh, brunchesascam.babetown.us. Yeah. Yeah. Too full? Need a nap? What's the problem there? Uh, it's, it's, thank you. What is the wrong What is wrong with that? Um, I don't know. It's awful. I'm trying, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to go through the rest of these. Crowds. It just says crowds. Um. Brunch meetings are unproductive. Now that's insane. Oh my god! Um, and listen to this. This is the dumbest part. All right, at the bottom it says acceptable brunches. Your acceptable brunches are when your parents are in charge. Oh, is this person a child? I, dude, I don't know how old this person is. This person's a freaking like, I don't. Yeah, acceptable we don't, brunches. No, we don't rock together. Acceptable all. brunches are less than eight dollars. You must be eating at Eaton Park. Uh, fewer than five people. No wait. Easter brunch is acceptable, which we're coming up on. Breakfast burritos. You can get those at brunch, so I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, road trip brunch. How is that all of a sudden okay? That of course, it's, it's great. I love road trip brunch. Uh, your parents are in charge. This is insane. Oh, cat. And then the one about why brunch is a scam. Cash only. Where are you brunching? Where it's cash only. That's why Dude. I think this website was written in 2002. Yeah, this is It's bad. not. It was tweeted out this week. It's so bad. 
Brunchesascam.babetown.us. Please, uh, their uh, Twitter and email is at the bottom of the page. There's two ridiculous, stupid pictures on it as well. We're insulted. We would love to have you on to debate this on an episode of the Brunch Breakdown, yeah. Babetown. If you're listening, yeah. we'd love to have you on, and we can have an open forum discussion. Maybe they can be the uh, the lunch bunch that we've been looking for, the sister podcast, no. the lunch bunch. And clearly, they don't like, like brunch, so they'd be I all don't about want lunch. Them to be anything. I don't, even want to, I don't even want to mention their name again. I hate all right. People. Well, well, there goes that idea. Uh, let's move so on oh, to our next uh, segment, our regular segment that we have each week. This is the second installment, and that is, of course, where are they now? Where are you now? Where are you now that I need you? There it is. Thank you, Justin course for singing that jingle just for us and nobody else uh chris you had to pick this week i'll let you uh introduce this one and get us started yeah so this week's uh, where are they now is waldo geraldo faldo uh otherwise known as sean harrison the actor uh from the show family matters Family Matters was one of my favorite shows growing up, as I'm sure it was for many people. Uh, it was on. Do you guys remember TGIF? Of course. Oh my God, are you serious? I mean, Man. that was that was TV. That was your. I mean, that was what you planned your day around. Those were good. You know times. what I mean? Yeah. Like, how weird is that? Just as this little sidebar, how weird is that that like, and I guess it's like it's convenient for like parents and kids and whatever. Now, like, you don't have to plan your day around that. But like, we used to have to plan our day around TGIF. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you had to be home for whenever Family Matters started or Step by Step started or whatever show mm-hmm. you were loving on TGIF. Like you had or all of them, that whole block of shows on Friday night, you had to plan your whole day around that, you know? Like, yeah, I, that's man. It was like brunch when we were kids. Kind of. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah, it was, it was, a it was time. on from like eight o'clock to ten o'clock on eight Friday nights. Yeah, and uh, it was like Family Matters. Family Matters was the leadoff hitter. I remember hanging with Mr. Cooper was on there for a while. Yeah. Um, what was, Step by Step was on Step there. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that other? There's another show we're missing. Can't remember what the fourth one was. Did what, Full House ever get in that block? Yeah, I'm wondering if like Full House or Boy Meets World or one of those other ones. Was yeah, one, one of those shows. got there, I think. Uh, yeah, but a great block of shows, and oh, uh, I. I love Family Matters, and what started this idea of this segment was us texting each other as many brilliant ideas uh, come to fruition, and we were like, where the hell is this guy, this guy, this this girl? And the first one that came to mind for me when we were texting, I was like, really, where is Waldo Geraldo Faldo? I would love to know, because we follow many of the actors. We see some of them have continued to have acting careers after uh, Family Matters. People have popped up in different productions from time to time but i hadn't seen waldo in a long time so i wanted to research it and uh find out where where the hell he is um and i gonna be honest with you it doesn't seem like anybody really knows what this guy does these days. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true that's why it's a great one is because it's not an obvious answer no um unlike the baja men who are have produced their 12th studio album uh yeah, That's who right. are ridiculously active. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't really know what Waldo is up to. Uh, after After Family Matters, it looks like he was his other semi hit was he appeared on a show called Girlfriends. He had yes, a recurring sir. role on there. 
Uh, he was also on Moesha, uh, some show called The Legion of Superheroes, uh, which I don't he was know. A, that was an animated voiceover. Okay. And uh, he was in a movie in 2012 called Silent But Deadly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and his yeah. name his name was Tyrone in that film. And I watched the trailer to Silent But Deadly, and it was something – it was like this oh, retirement man. community where uh, – you know, you t- take your grandma or grandpa to go live, and all the people tend to get murdered when they go to this retirement community. So seriously, that's uh, the the plot behind the Ooh. movie. And I it's think not about the slogan gas. for it is like the place where all old farts go to die, or something like that. Now that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, the silent but dead. Um, and that's the last movie he was in, right? That's the last yeah. one. Yep. Now there have been a few commercials. Uh, he most recently, I believe, appeared in a Verizon commercial during the Super Bowl uh, featuring Drew Brees. He did not have Ooh. a speaking line. Uh, he was just sitting on a couch. Uh, he was also in a Pizza Hut commercial uh, semi-recently as well as a little farther back, like five years ago. He was in a McDonald's barbershop commercial. Uh, also had really? no lines. He just sat in a barbershop chair. Um, so outside of those few spot appearances don't really know what waldo's up to uh, he tweeted a picture of churro waffles in 2016 which kind of lends itself to the brunch breakdown nice. it does um and he is active on twitter so you can check him out on twitter his twitter name is at stfu love sean <laughs> and it's s-h-a-w-n uh he still gets a lot of love from people that like that that liked the show Family Matters. Like if you go through his timeline, there are a bunch of people that tweet him and they like take a picture of him in an episode of Family Matters, and they're like, "Hey, thanks for all the laughs." And he responds to pretty much everybody. So I think we should tweet him. Um, maybe, we can, maybe we can have him on the show. He tweets a decent amount about politics, and him and Eddie Winslow, uh, Dar- yes. uh, Darius McRae, uh, tweet back and forth occasionally. So. Oh, so still buddies. Yeah. Um, that's cool. That's, that's really cool. all I could dig up on on Waldo, though. I'm not sure if you guys were able to find anything, but to my knowledge, we don't really know exactly what he does. So maybe we can tweet him and find out. Yeah. We can have him on the show, and we can just have like a conversation about what, what he's up to, what his favorite brunch foods are. Uh, That'd be great. Maybe the they're churro waffles. The brunch in bed versus uh, free brunch <laughs> debate. <laughs> yeah. Get him involved on that. But, uh, yeah, it seemed like he – you know. Was on a little hiatus there for a, a little while. I didn't know about all the, the commercials and stuff. That's that's good information. Uh, I love his character in Girlfriends. Peaches. Peaches. Peaches was his name. <laughs> uh, fantastic, fantastic stuff. Um, he was in an episode of uh, Punky Brewster back in the day before mm. uh, Family Matters even even came about. So that was, and then he got uh, for his uh, role in Family Ma- Family Matters was nominated uh, a Young Artist Award for Best Young Actor Co-Starring in a TV Series back in 1993. Um, as for current day stuff, I don't got, I don't got a whole lot. Don't know what, uh, don't know what Sean's up to. Would, uh, would love to have him on to get to, to find out, but seems like he's at least keeping himself, uh, busy every, every, every now and then in some, some of these acting roles. Interesting. Gotta find that out. What is he... Also, also credited, uh, as Guy in Towel in an episode of Family Matters, uh, probably before the Waldo character really broke out. Interesting. So, Maybe season interesting one. Note. Maybe season one. Yeah, Dude, you know how funny. Like, have you ever like read? It? I, I don't know. Have you guys ever read anything about Family Matters or like watch anything about Family Matters about how the show like almost got canceled? Uh-uh. No, sounds right, depressing. So the first season, it, and like if you ever watched the first season of Family Matters, like 
the show is about the family and it's not about Steve Urkel, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. like people were like when they like showed the pilot, they were like, Man, this show sucks. <laughs> and then they like did like an ep they did like a couple episodes and then like the next episode is like when you like actually get to like meet this weird neighbor named Steve Urkel. And then all of a sudden it was like, Holy crap, all right, next season we're scrapping everything you thought you were gonna do, and this show is Urkel. Which is what so many people in the '90s called that show. Anyway, they were like, "Oh, right. I'm watching Urkel." Yeah, watching that's Urkel. what we would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like that's what, and that's what the show became. But like the show at the beginning was not about like was not about Urkel at all. Like was barely even going to be in the show. And like it's kind of crazy how that happened. Shouts to Julia White, who's still yeah. Yeah, who was like one of the guys I thought maybe we could do where are they now for him and then I thought wait no he's been like super relevant recently. Yeah. Everybody kind of knows what he's up to. Yeah, he's like he's all, I mean I feel like he's always been somewhat relevant. It's just yeah. you can't shake Urkel. Like you're going to be, you know what I mean? He pops oh. on the screen anywhere. He's Urkel. Steve Urkel. Well, you know? Stefan Urkel. Yeah. Stefan Urkel. But random thing, when I went to see Kanye last year, uh he was at one of the shows. Nice. <laughs> Stefan Urkel. Yeah, Stefan <laughs> was there because I found out was like one of my friends was like, yeah, dude, he's like, um, he's like, it's very random. But like uh, Jaleel White was at that concert last night. He was tweeting about it. And I was like, you follow <laughs> Jaleel White on Twitter. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I, I was it. thinking so you said like you meant you kind of alluded to like being typecast there. And I yeah. wonder like how difficult it must be for somebody like Sean Harrison. Like you're in such a unique role oh, yeah. and like everybody yeah. knows waldo as like this lovable doofy kind of guy and like as that show went on they had his character kind of grow into like having certain qualities like wasn't he like a really good cook and yeah, well, he was yeah, also, yeah yeah wasn't he like really smart or something and like no but he just never showed that side of him and they like yeah. tried to bring it out here and there yeah mm-hmm. i mean so that was cool but like I wonder how hard it must be, like, if you do get typecast. Because I was, as I was looking him up, and I couldn't find anything, like, well, I couldn't find a lot for his acting career. I started trying to think about, like, what are similar types of characters, and I thought about from Full House, Steve, and like, you know, DJ's boyfriend Steve, and he yeah. was also yeah. kind of like a lovable, doofy, stupid character. And Cody from Step by Step. Oh, he yeah, jail, yeah, sure. That's a, that's a good one. Oh, went to jail. Ooh, well, oh, well, that's a typecast. But, like, Steve from Full House, like, what did he do up until Fuller House started? Like, no one knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, it, must be, it must be tough, but... Um, Interesting. Well, yeah. maybe Sean will slide into our DMs. We'll have him on an episode. Well, we gotta nice tweet to him. He seems him. to respond to, like, everybody that tweets him, so we should tweet him. We'll give it a shot, skis. Um, that would be amazing. All right, well, well, well it's out there. S-T-F-U love Sean. That's I love Twitter that name. Twitter handle. S-H-A-W-N. That's fantastic. Well, you know how we were talking about what, what shows are on TJF before we go to another thing? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Family Matters, you were right. That that kicked things off. Full House was in, which is what I thought, Full House was in the TJF lineup for a while, and then it left the lineup. Right. Um, That's what I thought. Dinosaurs was in the lineup at one point. Oh, oh what dinosaurs. A show. What a nice. Show. Right? We got to look up one of them. One Where of are those dinosaurs? Where are those guys at? <laughs> not the baby. Or what, not the mama? What's not the, the mama. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that picture that came out this week of Donald Trump like having dinner with one of them like 15 years ago with like all the dinosaurs <laughs> no. around? It's hilarious. <laughs> I gotta see if I can find that again. Oh, uh, and uh, step by step, and it's funny. All the shows that were the last show on Step by Step, 
I don't on not step by step on TGIF besides hanging with Mr. Cooper. I really don't remember. Give like, us a couple. It's that funny. Like the block. last show was really like crappy. What are some of really the bedtime? That's a bedtime. What are for some a lot of, of kids? Camp Wilder. Mm, don't remember Mm-mm. that. No. Where I live. Mm-mm. Baby sounds talk? weird. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like the movie shows sucked, and then it gets kind of, it gets kind of better. But even like um, the Clueless TV show that was in the last block, that show sucked. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. They couldn't but, lock down at nine thirty. But yeah, a lot of these, yeah, a lot of these shows that were on at ten o'clock. I mean, at nine thirty, mm, not a good look. But yeah, no Sabrina the TJ, Teenage Witch was on TGIF. There are a lot oh, of shows yeah. in and out yeah, of TGIF, but uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool kind of looking at that. Hang with Mr. Cooper, of course. But yeah, a lot of shows. A cleanup hitter, not exactly strong in that lineup. No, not at all. Most of the time. <laughs> all right, good stuff. Well, good, good one, Chris. Um, next one will be on me to be determined for the next. Where are they now? Uh, so we look forward to that. All right, let's move to topic number five. We're moving along here rather nicely. And that is uh, Chance, not the rapper, but Chance, the mayor. Uh, a lot has, has come about lately. Dee, I know you've been in this story uh, a lot about what Chance, the rapper, has done for his hometown of Chicago for, the, uh, for public education there, of how much they're struggling and the amount of money that he's been donating to uh, education in Chicago. And how some people are pushing for him to run for mayor of Chicago. In fact, it's been uh, in a couple of his lyrics and a couple of his songs, just throwing it out there. So, what do we think of this here, boys? Chance the Rapper to Chance the Mayor? I mean, he's doing a ton for the city of Chicago, which is amazing. Because, I mean, he's a Chicago public school kid. And, I mean, getting all these companies, just got the Bulls to put up a million dollars. Just got... Ticketmaster to put up a million. He put up a million himself. He's got other, you know, silent investors and all these people putting things into Chicago public schools. Because I think it, it, it kind of, I feel like it all kind of started. Um, not saying he didn't do stuff before, because he has like this free open mic night that he goes to all the time that he runs in Chicago, and like, which I think is like insanely just crazy that he still goes to it. Like he runs this thing, started this thing, but um. I think it's all because of like the the situation with like the art funding and all mm-hmm. of that all of a sudden being just people are like, yeah, we don't need art funding and we don't need art in schools. Screw it. Get it out of here. Which is why people think that. But that's just yeah. weird. And I think that's kind of what sparked it all, because I feel like once that talk got like kind of heated up, like in the last couple months, it was like then that's when Chance started really getting into getting into gear. And I mean, it's it's super cool to see him you know, doing this for his, uh, for his hometown. It's just like, it's, it's awesome. And it's like inspiring. He does these press, he's like done a couple of press conferences. I've watched them and you're just like, this is the coolest thing. It's like some of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. I, 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 there's a, there's a, what, there's a website about people trying to get, uh, signatures and people to back for, for chance to actually go and run. And like I mentioned, it's, it's, been in the lyrics of some of his songs, but he was kind of straight out, came, came out and asked if he would. And he was like, no, but I think it's such a funny thing that I could. And I think that, that he probably, he, he definitely could. And it's cool to see somebody take such a, uh, a serious handle on an issue like this. And that's, you know, throwing around a lot of money. And uh, it, you're right, the whole thing with art not needing funding and 
public schools is just ridiculous and it starts there and it just kind of leads to one thing and another and he has meetings with the the governor and he's just taking a a real serious and public stance standing up for chicago and standing up for the uh public education system like you said he was a uh a kid himself going through that same thing so that's uh that's cool to see somebody take such a get get to a serious enough level where it's not just you know you know it's put your money where your mouth is that type of thing and, and he's done both of those things I feel like if you're outside of politics, sometimes you have a better chance of making a difference than if you're inside of politics. So I hope he yeah. keeps just doing what he's doing. Yeah, I don't think he should. I don't think he will. But, uh, you know, because he's the, the public figure that he is, he can still make a difference. Maybe not as many differences as he want, he would like to make, but still be able to have the career do what he wants to do, not deal with the the stress and the bullshit that politics comes with it, but then still be able to make a difference like he is uh, right here with this story. Yeah. Cause when you're outside of politics, you can work, you can focus on the one thing that you care about. Yeah. Right. If you become the mayor, you can't just worry about the, the public schools. Right. Right. You have to worry about every single thing in the world. And, that, and that's you know, not an easy, that's not an thing. easy city. That's not an easy city to be mayor of. <laughs> it's not an easy city to be <laughs> you know? mayor of. I mean, it's a major city. Like you have to worry about so many things. And you can't just worry about one thing. If you're outside of politics, you can literally just be like, I'm going to make sure I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that Chicago public schools aren't the way that, you know, Chicago public schools are right now. And they're not just going to all of a sudden just like completely go to absolute shit. And that's what you can focus on if you're not doing that. Also, I need Chance to make more music. Chance <laughs> is super young. Like, yeah. I don't need yeah. Chance to run for mayor and not be able to make music. Like, come on. Right. Like, you know, like I need chance to make more music. Chance is super young. That's another thing that's so crazy about him doing this is that like this isn't, you know, Kanye West doing this. This isn't Common doing this or some other Chicago um, uh, rapper or celebrity that's older in like almost 40 or in his 40s. Like this is somebody who's like 23 years old. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, chance the rapper so young. It's crazy. It is. Yeah. So, in, you know, encouraging to see stuff like that, stories like that. But you're right. Music first. Yeah. Politics second. Yeah. Can I just we'll say it's interesting that we decided to talk about Waldo Geraldo Faldo right before we put him. We put Waldo before Chance's million dollar contributions. <laughs> Brunch priorities, you know. That's, I mean, I mean, that's all it falls on the menu. You know, we just we don't have all control. I love. I just, think Chance would understand. I love that. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he wants to know what he wants to know what Sean's up to as well. It was yeah. Chicago. It was Chicago, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. From. We'll take it. Exactly. We'll take it. You know, Lieutenant Lieutenant Winslow. You know, proud uh, proud police officer <laughs> of the streets of Chicago. Uh, so love that. Um, okay, boys, uh, we've got two other topics here before we get to music. Uh, between the social media one and the NBA players in the Cheesecake Factory, we didn't think we'd get. We weren't sure if we'd get here, so I'll let you guys choose where we go next here. Which Wait, one? Wanna, Let's go somewhere different. I want to do the Some... social media one. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Did we just both Wait, say let's diff- go somewhere different. Did we say the different things? No. You, uh, Didi said, let's go. Wait, I want to go somewhere different. And you said, let's do the social media one. <laughs> <laughs> let's do the social media one. I want to get this one. I want to do no, this one. No, no. He wasn't ready. That's because, no. yeah, this has been on the menu for, I feel like, three months. Do you yes, actually seriously. like the things you, quote unquote, like on social media? And Interesting. My answer is no. Like, I feel probably like 75% of the time I like 
things just to let people know that I saw what they sent me. 75% of the time. So you're at a quarter, 25% of the time you legitimately like the post that you like. Yeah, because people, people, okay, so like I'll, if I'm tweeting about something about sports or something like that, I'll get a ton of responses to it. And I, I remember hating that I would tweet at people and they wouldn't, they couldn't take the five seconds to like acknowledge that I wanted to have a conversation with them. So I don't ever want to be like the, I don't know, like high and mighty Twitter account. Cause who the hell really cares? Where like people reach out to you. They proactively want to talk to you about something and you can't take the time of day to at least let them know that you saw what they sent you. So like when pe- if I tweet something and then I get a ton of responses, like e- even if I don't agree with the person, I'll like it because I just want them to know that like, yeah, I saw what you sent me and, and I'm not ignoring you. So it's either like you either respond directly to it or you actually like it just to, so there's something. Yeah. There. Almost, almost every at reply that I get, I favor it just because Ooh. I want people to know that I saw it. I, I don't want them to like, because it's like part of a social media account too or like a presence is like you want to be interactive if you're not interactive on social media chances are unless you're like justin timberlake or jimmy fallon people aren't going to follow you so you need to actually interact with people so they find value in your social media account and so i want them to at least know that like if you send me something i see it now i think this could differ for each medium like i am almost i guess i'm predominantly talking about twitter you're talking about Twitter, and I agree with you there. I'm, I'm kind of the same way, where if there's a direct correlation, correspondence with somebody, it's it's going to be one or the other. Facebook, I do differently, though. What do you do with Facebook? Yeah, okay. So I'm di- on Facebook, I, I barely like anything. So if I like something, again, it's either something that somebody posted on my wall, and I want them to know that I saw it. So I'll hit like, kind of regardless. Um, or if I happen to be scroll- scrolling through and I actually see something I like, then I'll hit like. Okay, Didi. Yeah, where I are feel you like here? This is. I, I feel like I'm pretty much the same way you are on uh, on Twitter because it's kind of like, I, I it's like <laughs> I favorite things. Not that I want there to be like some other kind of button that just says, "Hey, I saw it." <laughs> like, yeah, like, that's eyeballs. Like, they have I a heart and then eyeballs. Things. See you. <laughs> yeah, because it's like I favorite things just to be like, okay, like I really don't feel like talking about this because I tweet things with no like. With I tweet things a lot of the time with I have no desire to have a conversation with anybody, like I just tweet something out and then people will respond to that and I like don't want to ignore them but I also mm-hmm. have no desire to get in a conversation about like this thing that I just said like I've no it doesn't matter to me like if I say you know lunch is for losers or some shit like that like I <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to have a conversation uh, you know. So mm-hmm. I just put like, and it's there. But with the other social medias, though, like Instagram, Facebook, like I find myself liking things on Instagram just to let my friends know that I see it. Because like they have kids and like I sometimes think I'm heartless when it comes to certain <laughs> things like that. So like, you know, every five or six pictures of your kid that I don't find to be interesting at all. I'm going to like it because, I mean, I, I'm your friend. Like, that's your kid. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to do it. So it's like probably about every five I see and I'm like, ah, haven't liked one of their pictures of their kid. So I'm going to like it. But 
Facebook is just a big no. I don't like anything on Facebook, really, except yeah. for those little quick cooking videos. I always tell myself I'm going to do one of those, but I don't. Because <laughs> all yeah, those I, fascinate I, me, man. They fascinate me. The Whoever quick started ones, yeah. that should get, like, I don't know, like a, a monument in D.C. or something. Those things, man. They're Amazing. Great. They're great. Yeah, I'm pretty picky on, on Facebook. I, there's just a lot of trash that I could care, couldn't care less about on facebook it's just like uh, uh like sometimes i'm on i'm just what am i doing on, on here facebook this morning facebook. i saw two posts i saw one that was somebody bitching about uh politics and like the stuff in syria right now and then the next one was somebody saying that they woke up and threw up and i was like all right i'm done with facebook today nice nice there's been way too much baby hippo on facebook this week i'm sorry way too much baby hippo i don't, even I don't know. know if it's the same hippo i don't even know what that different is. hippos it's everywhere it's driving me crazy it's babies and animals is what it is, is what it turned into. And it's just like, ah, come on. Like some, like you said, like some people's kids, like I actually, I'll legitimately like the photo because I know you and I know your kids. But people that I like went to high school with that I don't talk to anymore, never just like we were in the same graduating class and I see your, your kid popping up like every third post. Like, what am I doing here? H- hide this, hide this, hide this. I don't need to see this. But uh, I'm the same way on Twitter though. There's more, I guess, of a, a direct response and conversation there that you want to respond one way or another and you don't necessarily love everything that you're liking uh just more of a hey i see that i see you appreciate you appreciate you uh opposed to actually legitimately liking it so yeah i think it varies between the mediums and i genuinely like twitter though that's also another thing i like twitter i like twitter a lot like i love Mm -hmm. twitter i hate facebook yeah and then instagram is just like in between like, Facebook is like, I mean, Instagram is just like, all right, it's pictures, like, whatever, I like pictures. But I'm not in love with Instagram. I love Twitter. I hate Facebook. Absolutely hate it. Yeah. I'm like, with I posted you too. stuff on there this week, and I was so annoyed by it. Like, <laughs> so annoyed by it. Yeah, it's it's too much. That's that's And that's the other, Didi, I think you've said this before, too. Now we're on the topic of social media and liking things. But Instagram is for photos, yes. not for novels and paragraphs oh, and words. <gasps> Please keep the captions to a minimum, people. Instagram is the words. If you have a dot, dot, dot uh, next to your caption, it's way too long. I don't need to see more. That is way too long. It's for photos, not for, not words. for words. Go play words with friends. Okay. <laughs> the really That's long statuses or captions on Facebook, though, I kind of tend to want to click those because they tend to be the ones that are just train wrecks that you can't look away from. <sighs> True. And at least Facebook has that option now where you don't have to just like something. You can wow or angry or sad or love. How often, do, how often do you, before we go to the next thing here, how often do you guys use those other things besides like on Facebook? I think I've done it like maybe once. Okay. I don't know if I've ever done it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't know if I've ever done it. I don't really don't think I have used like the heart or any of that stuff. And I always am I- fascinated by the people who do it. Because, like, I'll post something and, like, you know, everyone else, like, 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 like. And then there will be, like, two people who put the heart. And I'm like. Yeah. Huh. And I love how it's, like, so-and-so reacted to your post. It's yeah. like, ooh. Ooh. Reaction. <laughs> Let's see it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've, I could probably count on one, maybe two hands how many times I've used the other things. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever used, I don't think I've ever used it. Maybe once, but like other than that, no, because I just don't like it. And I don't like Facebook now made it, like you can make every status look like it's a meme now, which is weird. I don't like that. Oh, you where you that? Can, it's like a 
block text of like yeah, a it picture. Makes, yeah, it makes everything yeah. look like it's a meme. Like it'll center it. Like you, there's the colors at the bottom, and then like you write your status like you just normally do. But then like you click one of the colors, and it makes it like this colored background, and then puts your words like in the center, and it makes everything look like it's a meme. Yeah, it's weird. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, all right. Well, what do we say? We uh, we slide into music here. Yeah, we yeah. got like we got like ten minutes left, so let's do music. We get music and quick bites. All right, who's uh, who's kicking us off this week? Start us off, Chris. Do it. Okay. Uh, well, the music that I've been listening to uh, has all been old. Old. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of. Kind Old-ish. of. One of them. Well, it, older. It's all been uh, music that I got to watch live this week. Uh, oh, yeah. Got the chance to go. Oh, to we didn't talk about that. Cleveland, um, and see Newfound Glory celebrate their twentieth uh, anniversary, twentieth year as a band. They're doing these really uh, kind of small, intimate club shows uh, on this tour where they're playing depending on the night select albums uh cover to cover um and uh so went up to cleveland dan uh came with and uh we went with our buddy ryan and saw them at the beachland ballroom uh, just awesome outside venue. of cleveland holds i think at at the most 500 people so wow. yeah, yeah super tiny uh venue which was awesome uh to see newfound glory on something like that, because I actually think the last time I saw Newfound Glory was probably in a small club venue as well, but it was before they blew up on MTV and everything. Um, but they played their Sticks and Stones album and uh, uh, their self-titled album, um, and I was—I didn't know how the show was going to go. Like, were they going to play the one cover to cover and then do the other cover to cover? What they actually ended up doing. Um, was playing the first song of the one album, then the first song of the other, then the second song, then the second song, then the third song, then the third song. And they they held out um, a couple other hits for their encore at the end of the show. Uh, but the show is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Newfound Glory somehow still finds a way to have the same amount of energy on stage that they did when they were uh, you know in their early 20s, um, which is... Which is awesome because you can't say that about a lot of pop punk bands these days, um, and uh, just really feel fortunate to be able to go to that show. And uh, the opening band, we did not know who the opening band was for this until show. about and, like uh, an hour before the show. Yeah, we got to our, our friend Ryan's house. We sat down. We were like, "Oh, there's one opener. Who is it?" Ryan's like, "I," he's like, "I, don't even, I haven't even heard of them." Uh, and he's like, "I'll look it up." He looks it up. He goes, "Some band called." trash boat <laughs> and me and dan lost our lost minds it. uh so didn't even trash know, bucket in the building yeah i didn't even know who who was gonna be ended up being trash boat who i talked about a that's while amazing ago. yeah they were one of my what i'm listening to a long time ago when they put out their album this is their first time ever playing uh, in the united states yeah um and they actually on stage asked if uh somebody liked their set if they could have a place to sleep tonight because they didn't have a, they didn't have a, they don't have a tour bus or anything um but they they were great um so that was they a were. cool fun little surprise to get to see them live in their uh, first time in the united states so and i think dan may what was an interesting uh revelation during trash boat set because Dan, uh, you know, I make fun of all Dan's uh, band names, and so Dan uses Trash Boat against me, which is always fun. 
<laughs> but as Trash Boat was playing, I could tell Dan was going from mocking Trash Boat to maybe being on the Trash Boat because he was a little impressed. It was great. It was great. I think I'm on the boat. I think I'm on the boat. <laughs> yeah. It was, there was some good stuff in there. There was good stuff there that I, uh, that I enjoyed. Yeah, that was a pleasant surprise. The venue was awesome. Uh, they actually have brunch there on the weekends. Found out they have like <laughs> yeah, a little separate do. room where the bar is. So it's like I'm so, I'm so jealous that they had this venue. It's like 10 minutes from our friend Ryan's house. It's not in downtown Cleveland or anywhere close. That's like a suburb. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's in a suburb. I'm so jealous they have a venue like that. And just to mention what you were talking about there, Chris, about the energy that they have. They played for maybe a little bit over an hour and a half. Two full albums. Just think about that. Like the little time that they took between songs and just bang, 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 bang. Song after song. And they're all moving around on stage. Like you made a reference to like seeing Blink-182 more recently and how those three guys just sort of post up yeah mark and stand mark there move around and Matt a little Skiba bit just kind of stand at their mics the just kind of stand there set. at the mic but these dudes are running around like crazy they're doing it back-to-back nights they've been doing it for 20 years and they they haven't lost a step it was very impressive and kind of um kind of motivating so yeah it was a fun night yeah. how old are the members of newfound glory though well, they started as a band in 97, so they were pro- I'm guessing they were probably like between the ages of 16 and 18. So 20 years from that means they're in their mid to late 30s. Because like everyone in Blink is like 40, mid-40s, right. right? Right, so probably around the same. Between, I would say between 35 and 40 would be my guess, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, because Blink, mm-hmm. those dudes are ancient. Like they're old. Yeah. Like. No, Green Day's old. Okay. <laughs> And Billy, Billy Joe moves around quite a bit. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I, hey, I don't disagree. I'm just saying, like, I gotta get, because I, I saw Blink last summer and I was like, you know, they, yeah, they don't move. They really don't move at all. The other thing is both, uh, both of the guys sing in the band, so they they can't move around away from their mics all that much. They they're harmonizing and doing stuff all the time. Old. With, like, with Newfound Glory, it's, it's different, you know, but still it was, it was, it was cool to see them just. Song, 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 and not lose a step. It was so it was awesome. Jordan, the the front man, the lead singer, is thirty seven. So they're probably that's probably right in that you know range for all of them. I was hoping for a, a Haley Williams appearance, but I didn't get that either. But that's okay. Yeah, that's Randy. okay. Because she no, she uh, is married to uh, okay the guitar yeah. player. What's his name? Guitar player. E- Chad. Chad. The Chad. Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky man. Lucky man. Thank I didn't you, Larry. Think she was married. Yeah. Uh, last year, just last year. Cool. Uh, Didi, or Chris, you have anything else before we go? No, that's all. So I'll throw a few uh, songs on the playlist this week from those Newfound Glory albums. Maybe I'll I'll uh, stick a trash boat on there too. Do it. There all right. Go. Mega playlist is coming up again. It's gonna have to. Yeah, because yeah. good one on this week, dude. Very busy week. Very busy week. <laughs> all right, dude. Next week's gonna be busier, so I don't want to hear. No, it. it's not gonna be busier. It's actually gonna be a lot more chill. I'll have time to do a lot of things next week. I'll have a lot of time to do a lot of things next week. This like what? Week, none. We're going to Coachella next week. Uh, yeah. Do you know what we do? We, all right. We drink. We sit around. And we drink more. And we sit around. And we drink more. We don't do Sounds anything. Sounds like we're busy. Sounds like we're busy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do anything. Look, I've been so busy. I am so busy until you guys show up at 2 o'clock on Wednesday. Like, I am so busy until then. But anyways. Okay. Um, designer, who I'm actually going to see on uh, Monday night, which I cannot wait. I have no oh. idea what to expect. He put out three songs this week, and all three of them are very good. But I'm going to tell you my favorite one, and it's it's it, my favorite one is called Up. 
and it samples this song called Tear the Club Up, which was like really big in like the late 90s. And uh, yeah, and it's awesome. And I I just I want everyone to listen to all these designer songs, actually. Thank God I got it. That song's awesome, too. And, and he put out another one. I don't have it right in front of me, but designer is surprise outlet is great but designer surprisingly because i don't know i did not know if i expected designer to do anything great after timmy turner well he's mm-hmm. done it and i'm very interested to see what happens um mary j blige put out a song called love yourself with uh, kanye and it might be the best kanye verse we've heard in i don't know man maybe since 2010 like i'm not gonna lie to you and it's Oof. not that i don't like what kanye's done since then, but I'm just saying, like, this verse is amazing. It's very effective. So uh, check out Love Yourself, Mary J. Blige, and uh, Kanye. And then uh, The Chainsmokers, their album just came out. And the song called, the, the album blows, but they have the song <laughs> called Wake Up Alone with Janae Aiko. That is, put it in any song of summer conversation that's going to happen in the next month or so, because that song is going to be everywhere. If I just because it's the only really it's the only good song on the album and it's amazing. It's called Wake Up Alone. Check that out. And then uh, what is the last one that I got here? Oh yeah, I got you by my guy Out of Sight. So check that out. And uh, yeah, designer Out of Sight, little Mary J. Blige, Chainsmokers, uh, and designer. So make sure you check all that stuff out. That's what I'm listening to this week. I uh, nice. It was tough. There's a lot of really good music out. Yeah, honestly, right honestly, there is. And I'm glad you said that about the Chainsmokers album. I haven't got a chance to go through it yet. And I was like, how good can this be? They've been dropping all these huge hits the last two months that, what, aren't even on the album. Well, and no, most of them, no. Like, some Paris of them are. is on the album, so is... Just the old, old songs aren't on the album. Yeah, Like, okay. but Paris is on there, so is the song with Coldplay. And I'm not a big fan of... I like I Something like this, I think the NCAA tournament kind of made me end up liking it. Um, me too. But... Uh, but Paris isn't good. But no, it's they let that dude sing too much. Like it's like, yeah, yeah. They're in some weird cross where it's like they want to, they sort of want to be like, they, like he wants to be in a boy band or something. And it's like he can't sing, and he, he sings can. a lot throughout the album. They do some weird like, I don't know, like EDM meets like Blink One Eighty Two type song in there because Blink One Eighty Two is one of their influences or whatever. And they do one, and that song sucks and. They just let him sing too much, man. It's it's disappointing. Like they should have just had a bunch of different people come on there and you know do what they had been doing, and it would have worked. Yeah. But it's you know, okay. it's I I am not a fan. But that the wake up alone is freaking. That song's amazing. All right, good stuff. Uh, I got a couple for you this week. Some of these uh, some older, some not not so old. Uh, Cameron came out with ten thousand oh miles. Yes. He's it where he samples Vanessa Vanessa Carlton. And it's incredible. I freaking love it. Uh, it's going to be on his upcoming mixtape uh, called The Program, which is going to be out in May. And he's going to have an LP come out even later than that, later this year. But 10,000 Miles, Cam, dude, killing it. I love I love the sample of uh, Vanessa Carlton. That's probably the best one I've ever heard. Uh, Cashmere Cat and Sophie featuring Mo with Nine after Coachella. I can't stop listening to this song. I freaking love it. We all know how much I love Mo. That was amazing. It's Mo. Lover. Uh, and she's awesome on this track. Uh, it's a single off of uh, Cashmere Cat's upcoming album called Nine. And it's this eclectic mashup of pop uh, with awesome vocals. And then there's like these electro clings that like go between the verses. It's just a wild sounding song. Um, I love it. Uh, Chris, I thought you were going to do this one. So I'll take it though. State Champs came out with a new song 
called Slow Burn. And uh, it's off the deluxe version of their uh, their last album called Around the World and Back, which will be out May 5th. It's going to have a DVD with it. Uh, but just a great pop-punk sound and super, super catchy kind of summery type of sounding song. So I really like the, the new single that, that came out from them. Mr. Wives, leading up to their album release uh, May 18th, uh, released another single off of it called Oh Love. It's just another really powerful single off of that album. I cannot wait. That album's going to be great. Heard some of them, some of the other singles off of uh, when I saw them in tour open up for Panic at the Disco. So uh, they released Oh Love this week, which is great. Uh, one you haven't heard of called, <laughs> get ready for this one, Chris, uh, T-Y-S-M, which just stands for Thank You So Much. And she's a uh, electro pop singer uh, based out of L.A., um, she was discovered by the same guy who found uh, Kiara. So he's got that type of ear. So he found her. Uh, her song that came out uh, a couple of weeks ago called Honeymoon Phase is really catchy and just really love that style of, <laughs> of sound it is. But TYSM, thank you so much for that. So I'm going to be following her. Uh, she's going to have good stuff coming out. Uh, a couple more. Sir Sly, uh, indie pop band. They're finally back with some new music. You may have remembered a, a song of theirs or two that came out maybe two years ago. Uh, but their new song, High is out this week, has a really, really catchy sound to it, a part of their long-overdue second album coming out in the summer, uh, and it really, I think, sets up a high excitement level, and I don't mean a pun with high because the song is hot, high there, but uh, I really, really dig Sir Sly and their sound, and that album should be great. Uh, another song that's been on the radio for a couple days now, I'm sure people have heard, but it's got me excited. Halsey's out with new music. Uh, now or Never is the first piece off of her sophomore album, uh, Hopeless Fountain Kingdom, due out June 2nd. Uh, this one's more of like an R&B slow jam, not quite as poppy and catchy as other ones, but it's got me excited for New Halsey because I just love her work and love what she did in her first album. Um, so all those songs, plus Kay Flay's album's out, came out this week. It's incredible. I'm not all the way through it yet, uh, so I'll throw a song or two on the playlist. And we got a new Bleachers song, which means we got new new Bleachers music, which I'm excited for, but also still just another sign that we are nowhere close to getting back to fun, and that'll probably never be a band again, which is very depressing. But at least excited that we're going to get new Bleachers music. So that's what I've been listening to these past two weeks. A lot of music, guys. A lot of music. Good stuff. Well, gents, i got to go buy a lawnmower. <laughs> Have fun with that, man. Adulthood hitting Chris in the face real hard ever since he turned 30. That's right. I mean, is it? I mean, you can buy a lawnmower. Like, it's not like that's bad. Yeah, don't overthink it. I've, I've bought... I've bought two lawnmowers yeah, in my life. It's just, just, just don't overthink yeah, it. It's, it's just it's a, a lawnmower. Like, don't get the, don't let anybody convince you to get an electric lawnmower. Don't do it. Oh yeah. my god, I remember you it's had hot. one of those weird things when you lived in Oakland. Yeah, it was terrible. That's the weirdest don't thing I've ever seen. It. I didn't even know electric <laughs> lawnmowers existed until right. I saw that. The topic was brought up and and I shot it down. Good. Why? Don't let fiance Katie's on. Is on fiance Katie's on board. We're gonna get a normal. Gas, yeah. normal, normal uh, air polluting lawnmower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, gonna go, we're gonna go real American here and yeah. ruin the environment, but improve our lawn. Toro, Toro is always a good brand. The environment, like can't go wrong with lawnmowers. Toro. Are for uh, mowing down the environment. Yes, that's yeah. what they're for. <laughs> mowing like, down. Go live in the it. forest if you don't want to use a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll let you. I'll let everybody know how that experience goes on the next brunch breakdown. Like um, we look forward to but that. Until then, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow us at Brunch Breakdown on all the social medias. Follow Didi at Didi is bored. Follow Dan <clears throat> at Steel City Dan Twenty Two. 
Uh, follow me uh, on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Um, had a blast, fellas, as always, and looking forward to next time. It was a great one. We locked out a lot of the menu. We did. Um, Didi and I will be at Coachella next yeah. week, so we'll have a recap of that in Brunch 32. Almost as exciting as my lawnmower. Almost, almost. Almost. You can follow on Chris's Snapchat for his lawnmower story, and you can follow me on Snapchat and Instagram at SteelCityDan22. I don't care if I know you or not. And you'll get the uh, you'll get the Coachella experience with two thirds of the brunch breakdown next week. Uh, it's going to be wild. So can't wait. Steel twenty Steel City Dan twenty two on basically everything. Look forward to that recap, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure as always. And of course, next time we'll have a reservation for three, and we'll see Yins at the table.